Because what I'm going to start doing is I'm going to start living into that potential lie. And then that's going to actually manifest itself in a way that I don't ever improve because I never did anything to improve because I believe that lie I told myself instead of saying, hey, I don't know if this is going to get better, but I'm going to commit to getting better every single day because this is not a part of who I am. Okay, we are live. Today we have the full crew here. Uh, if anyone's new to this group, I'm Matt, Julissa, and Tom. And we are going to be talking about growth versus a fixed mindset. And now my feedback is happening. There we go. We're back. So growth versus fixed mindset. Now, there can be a lot of different interpretations of this. We're going to give you our interpretation and what it means to us and how we try to guide our clients, our coaching clients through this mindset shift of limiting beliefs so they can reach the results quicker and maintain them. So Tom, do you want to give like a rundown of just like a couple points that would differentiate between fixed and growth mindset? For sure. So in general, um, fixed mindset, you kind of think I am the way I am and there isn't a whole lot that I can do to change either how smart I am or how athletic I am or how strong I am or how good or not good I am at X. You kind of, in general, that's kind of the perception that maybe you have that it can't really change a whole bunch. Growth mindset in, in short, more or less, is uh, you understand that you can improve on these things, maybe maybe substantially, maybe incrementally, but you can improve on them through time and effort, basically is, in short, what that means. And that is all summed up in this book. If you haven't read this one, <laughs> if you really want to understand mindset, growth versus fixed mindset, this is the one to go and check out. She is a PhD, very knowledgeable. It's not the easiest read, but can you read that out? Like what the title is and who Sorry. the author is for the, the podcasters? I uh, know just for the podcasters, gotcha. those who can't see. It is called Mindset by Carol Dweck. Perfect. Thank you. So, yeah. So it's been, I don't know when it started originally, but it's one of the, it's like all encompassing of what it means to be either fixed or growth mindset, because we'll get into it here more. But I think a lot of people kind of put fixed mindset people in one category, but you can be come from any walk of life and have a fixed mindset, or you can come from any walk of life and have a growth mindset. So, And you yeah. can also have growth mindset in different categories of your life and fixed another. The ideal would be try to, to build, develop a growth mindset in all aspects of your life. It's more of like an all-encompassing thing. And all mm -hmm. three of us have played high-level um, competitive sports, right? And what I have noticed from my personal uh, journey and those around me is usually the ones, and now this isn't a blanket thing or an absolute statement, but usually the ones who are really talented early on had a harder time when other people who had to work at it start to increase in talent or got better because they never had to work for something that they never had to push through that difficulty to work and 
grow, right? They were in that, hey, I'm just talented at this. So I'm just going to continue being talented at this. And they never had to develop that mindset around growth. Mm-hmm. No, I experienced that firsthand with my, well, he was my, my roommate in, in college, actually. And he came to school and I kind of was a, a red shirt on the volleyball team. So for those of you that don't know, a red shirt basically just means they're, they're on the practice roster, but they never play in a game and came from really small town and not a lot of super competitive volleyball out there. And then got around, this is another thing too, you get around a good environment where maybe you're pushed and challenged a little more and you're kind of, you, if he, he did have a growth mindset, obviously there and went from being a redshirt to two, three years later, being the starting setter and being named an all-star provincial champion, all that sort of stuff. So if you can, yeah, it's, you've got to work hard for things. And I think that's a big part of the growth mindset, obviously, but like Matt said, when you never have to work for something, you maybe haven't learned how to work for things yet. And so I've noticed that with a few things in in my life now, it's like, now I need to work harder for things. Or the things that I have to work harder at now, I like, we, we almost, they seem harder to do. Well, obviously they are harder to do, but we almost don't want to do them because it's like, I can do this thing and already be good at it. Mm-hmm. So why should I try to like work hard at the thing that I'm not good at already? Yeah, absolutely. Fall into that trap too. So Lisa, do you have any examples or thoughts on this as well? I mean, I think this is a common thing that we see in the nutrition world of like, I mean, if people are coming in for coaching, they obviously have an area that they feel like they're struggling with or that they want help with. And often when we do those assessments, it's like so commonly I'll hear like this happens. And then every time this happens, this is what I do every time this happens, this is what I do because this is the kind of person I am or like, you know, I fall into the trap and then it's, I'm an all or nothing person, or I'm a binge eat when I get stressed person, or I'm a, this kind of person. Whereas we kind of work on challenging those thoughts of like, you're not that person. That's just occasionally what has happened in the past. And now can we work on changing that mindset of like, just cause that has happened. Um, more than once or that happens frequently doesn't mean that that's the way it has to happen all the time. And I think that's how I see fixed and growth mindset. Most with my clients of just like, let's challenge the idea of like you thinking that that's what you're going to do every time, or that's the kind of person that you are versus like, no, that's just a habit that you formed, but we can work through that and we can break that habit and replace it with a healthier habit. I think that it's shocking to people of like, Oh, Like, that's not who I am as a person. That was just a thing that I assumed that I was going to do the rest of my life, but I I don't have to. So it's cool to see. You can tell when they have like that light bulb moment of like, oh, it can be different. I just have to put a little work into it. So I think, yeah, it's very cool to see that happen and to go from that fixed to growth mindset. People just have to be willing. And yeah, it's pretty cool when it actually happens. Absolutely. I, I kind of thinking of, I wasn't going to talk about this, but I had, um, just popped in my mind, but I'm thinking of during this whole past two years during the pandemic is a lot of our members, they, they did what they could with what they had, right? Mm -hmm. Like we were, 
for those that know, we open, closed, open, closed, all these different restrictions. And some members actually increased their fitness, like beyond what they did at the gym, because they, they focused on the solution instead of the problem. And that's a big thing that can happen. So I can talk about it as a business owner for any fellow business owners listening to this. This has been extremely challenging. And I've had some pretty hard days where all you can see is problem, problem, problem. But then you sit back and realize when you just look at the problem, when you're focused on the problem, you're not seeing the solutions, right? Like you're telling your brain, you're telling yourself what to look at. So the members that had success, they said, this is my solution. I'm going to get as fit as I can with this one dumbbell and make sure I work out as consistently as I can and making, I mean, lemonade out of lemons type of thing. And that is your decision. And you can become that person that that's your initial reaction. It takes time and consistency, but you have to work on it. And that's why the biggest part of our coaching or mentorship program or health and fitness mentorship program is that mindset shift. Because once you can have that mindset shift in one aspect of your life, it then ha- you then have the ability to apply it to other aspects of your life. Yeah, 100%. I think realizing just like yeah, breaking through that initial recognition of the fact that you can change things, like you can actually grow and you can make positive changes and you aren't stuck in being one type of person. And like the world opens when you can figure that out and once you have that realization because like you said you can apply that to so many aspects of your life and your health and relationships and whatever else and that can be like really life-giving for people yeah tom you're going to mention something about labels like injuries or whatever else it might be right we label ourselves and we believe that yeah so those are like some things that even i know the, the, the book gives a lot of really good examples of like when kids growing up um, and like how these labels kind of start. And it could be something as innocent as someone saying, oh, you're so smart. And then now if that kid gets repeatedly told, you're so smart, you're so smart, you're so smart, and they never had to actually work at anything. Now you've got this label of being or thinking I'm so smart. And so you're terrified of losing that label. So Mm -hmm. you won't do anything that potentially risks having you lose that label, right? Or you wouldn't do anything that makes you look dumb or not smart, right? You would hold on to the things and continue to do only the things that you were good at and not push yourself or challenge yourself in other areas. And so I think we put labels on ourselves in a lot of different ways like Jalisa was talking about like with I am this type of person or I'm the person who does this mm-hmm. but it can happen and I think it it can start in our own minds as well but it can start um from like just hearing from other people around you like if you are naturally gifted at certain things that's great but that doesn't mean that you know labeling that even though maybe you think like you are giving them a compliment that's that's great but they talk about in the book about how like just switching it to saying if your kids are say really really good at swimming for example it's not like you don't just always say you're so good at swimming you're such a good swimmer you maybe go the, a different route and have fit that growth mindset aspect into it and say you've gotten really good at swimming because of all your hard work and effort 
and because you've put time in and practiced it. So just flipping something like that um, can really help foster a growth mindset in, in children as they grow up. And then they also mentioned in the book about like, if somebody gets consistently like a hundred percent on all their math tests, it's just a hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. Then it's like that kid's not being challenged enough. And so perhaps in this one example, the teacher took their test and said, I'm sorry, I didn't like, I didn't challenge you enough. Here's a different set of problems mm-hmm. that I want you to work on. It's like, okay, awesome. So that's, I mean, a couple of examples for like kids, but I think that that also translates over obviously into adults too, and how we can try to help prevent labeling too much. Cause regardless if you get labeled with something positive, like smart or super athletic, or you get labeled with something like you're dumb or you're unathletic, those labels can do, can be quite harmful to somebody's growth. And yeah. we, we tell, go ahead, Jay. I was going to say, I think it's important to like, I think a lot of people don't even recognize their own, like the fixed portion of their mindset. And I think like about how important it is to have someone, a coach, a teacher, someone to have these conversations with, because that's often when we recognize or it's pointed out of like, I've heard you say this a couple of times. Is this how you always think of yourself? Or is this something that's been holding you back or those kinds of things? And until you're able to have that conversation, it's a lot of people don't even recognize that they have that initial, um, that that's the way their mindset is. of just like, I am this person until you can verbalize that it might be like stuck there, or you might never recognize it and never be able to like unlock that full potential of what you have without even noticing it or without having a clue that that's there oh I think that's a big piece of like yeah coaching and having a person to work through these kinds of things with absolutely it's almost putting yourself in positions that you might fail too right I heard of this family that the parents would ask their kids what'd you fail at today right and which it's great to accomplish and be successful in things, but positioning a question like that totally changes your mindset. Well, what do you mean? What do I, what I fail at today? Because you know that if you're failing, you fail at something, it means you're pushing your comfort zone. You're pushing on what you think is capable. And how does someone grow and get stronger? We think about it in a gym as an example. I go to the gym every single day, and I think I've used this example a few times. I think it's a powerful thing to think about, and it's a simple way to think about it. If I go to the gym, I start my workout program, I start with 10 push-ups. Okay, 10 push-ups, awesome. I'm pretty sore. Haven't done that before. Next day, I do 10 push-ups. Okay, probably still pretty sore. I'm still adapting. I'm still growing. But if you look back and say, or if I look forward, I'm still doing 10 push-ups every single day, five months later. I'm not challenging myself. I'm not pushing that envelope or that threshold. When we don't push that threshold, eventually we just become complacent. And when you become complacent, then you stop growing and then you start developing that fixed mindset. And when you commit to doing uncomfortable things and things that challenge you, you start to kind of get addicted to that because you know what it's doing for you. It's not just about the achievement. It's like, no, I'm becoming... I'm growing as a person, like mentally, physically, spiritually. I'm challenging myself. And that that's fulfilling and meaningful. 
And that's what I'd like to dig deep with my clients with is my coaching clients is like, let's challenge you. Let's work on this stuff because if we can grow you as a person, have the internal transformation, like you said, Jaleesa, the world opens up and there's so much more possibilities and meaning in life. Yep. Yep. And like kind of tying into what Tom said about if you label yourself or you label others over and over, you start to believe it. It's the same thing. Like we've all had injuries of some um, way, shape or form. Like I had back injuries, hip injury, Tom, you had shoulder injury, your back, Jaleesa, big concussion. And when I had my back injury and I was in the midst of it, I started to believe that was part of me, right? I'm always going to be someone who has back pain. I'm always going to be someone who is limited in what I can and can't do. I don't know if that's true at the time, if that's going to be the truth, but why would I tell myself that? Because what I'm going to start doing is I'm going to start living into that potential lie. And then that's going to actually manifest itself in a way that I don't ever improve because I never did anything to improve because I believe that lie. I told myself instead of saying, Hey, I don't know if this is going to get better, but I'm going to commit to getting better every single day. Cause this is not a part of who I am. Yeah. It's almost like, yeah. If you think of like what benefit, what benefit do you, or what benefit is there to you of maintaining that mindset and just staying where you are like that? If you constantly told yourself, like, I can't do this because of my back, I can't do that because of my back. Like, I think that just, yeah, that limits you major, majorly limiting. And I worked with somebody, this is, I don't know, my timeline gets all messed up after these last couple of years, but it was <laughs> before we shut down anyway. Yeah. And she'd been in a car accident, was told to never deadlift sort of thing. And so every time that she went to like a boot camp style sort of class, she just um, squatted every single time that she was supposed to deadlift. Right. And all we started with was a dowel in her hand and pushing her butt back to the wall just to get like familiar with deadlifting and more comfortable. But she also kind of had that mindset of like, and had been told to not deadlift and you should never deadlift. And you don't know that yet. And through kind of just getting her body to realize, oh, this movement doesn't hurt. Cause after all of the testing that I'd done with her, there was no reason why she shouldn't be able to at least lift something off the floor. Right. Which is a deadlift. So we started with something super, super light, not scary. And slowly over time, it just got to a point where she was able to lift deadlift a little bit more, a little bit more. And then after about six months, she was deadlifting over a hundred pounds, but it like started with just, it's like right where it starts versus where it ends is so drastically different. Right. And I think the mindset, like you talked about, Matt, like that label, it's a big part of it is trying to remove that, remove that throughout the process of applying certain things in action too. I think that's also very important because I think we've talked about it before that whatever we say it's really important to back it up with some sort of action or else we're just saying it and not actually doing anything to have ourselves believe it any more than we already do. Yeah. And then when you, you speak that negative stuff over and over, like you're unconsciously acting on it, 
or subconsciously, mm-hmm. whatever the which one Julissa made fun of me because I mixed it up the other time. But no, um, I didn't. You're taking action on the negative, right? And when you keep doing that over and over, and I think Tom, you sent me it was yesterday. Was it James Clear, the author of Atomic Habits? What he had one of his clients do that ended up helping them lose over a hundred pounds. Yeah, I think yeah. you should share that. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it was just he this this client or who well, i don't know if you know who was a client he was just a guy who started reading reading the book and this person all he did was he went to the gym for two minutes or five minutes a day and i think the idea james clear's idea was like commit to the first two minutes of a habit and do that consistently for however long it takes so this guy just showed up to the gym for five minutes like day after day, week after week for a long, long time. And he maybe did like half an exercise and then walked out and everyone's looking at him like, like you came here, did half a squat and left. Like that's, that doesn't constitute what a workout should be. But what he was practicing was showing up consistently. And when you show up consistently for whatever habit or whatever thing you want to work on, when you show up consistently, that's what leads to eventually the big end goal. Like for this person, it was a hundred pounds of weight loss, but it didn't, doesn't, it starts very, very small, very small. So he just mastered that one habit of showing up to the gym every day. And eventually it, he built it up, built it up. And nobody wants to do that though. That's the hard part. I think is that nobody wants to go slow. We all want it tomorrow. Right. So that's the, that's the thing, a little bit of the shift that we need to, switch to and that's a big part of the growth mindset is having it be slower steadier and just consistent yep delayed gratification it's a wonderful thing terrible but wonderful thing very hard (laughs) you want to do the hard things so life gets easier not just the easy things so that life gets harder down the road yeah well this has been great do you have each of you one quick actionable tip for someone how on how someone can develop start to develop a growth mindset in their life? I think well the easiest simplest way is whenever you face a challenge or you feel like you've failed if you ask yourself what did I learn from that situation then you can start to formulate that um because there's, yeah, there's a learning experience in everything if you choose to see it that way. Or you can sit there and feel sucky, which doesn't feel good either. So if you try to come up with a, oh, something that you took or can at least take away from it, I think that's one of the easiest things. Or Well, not easy, but it's a simple question that you can try to ask. Yeah. Yep. I think mine would, my advice would be, if you're introspective or if you're good at figuring things out, you can do this on your own. Or if you want help, find a coach, talk to somebody, but write down a few things that you feel like you maybe have a fixed mindset about and then dig deep into that of like why that might be and how, or if you're willing to change that, how that would look. Um, I, it's much more fun to have a conversation with a person versus just yourself. So <laughs> probably find someone to talk about it with but i think just like recognizing it is the first step so write it down love it 
I would say mine would be lean into that discomfort, do something that scares you a little bit. What's that thing that deep down inside, you know, you should try, but you keep running the other direction. So I was sharing with you guys before we hopped on this um, podcast is someone he's been following my ice baths for a while and he did his first ice bath and it was awesome. It's like minus 30 out with windshield and he was, you could see it was challenging, right? And he, he told me it was a challenge and felt like his body was tingling and telling me to get out. But he put himself in the situation where he could fail, where it's going to challenge him a little bit. And when you keep doing that, you become the person that's disciplined in these actions. And it, all this fear of failure and discomfort starts to lose its power over you. And that's a cool place to be in. Because you start to realize that's exactly where you want to be. It doesn't have to be grand. It doesn't have to be an ice bath. But continually to get out of your own way and get uncomfortable just a little bit. That helps you develop that growth mindset. Just a little bit or a lot. Or a lot. Well, friends, happy Tuesday. See you next time.